Welcome to your parent-teacher conference, where a 24-7 parent and full-time teacher discusses issues and concerns from both points of view in an attempt to bridge the gap for the sake of kids. So relax, grab a coffee or other comfort drink, and let's talk about it. I was one of those teachers who graduated college without a job, so I needed to sub. And one of my first subbing assignments was for high school, for juniors and seniors. And no matter how much I dressed up, I had the sports jacket on, the dress shirt, the tie, the slacks. I still looked like I was a 16-year-old kid. And on that day, I had to proctor a test. Now, at the end of the period, most of the kids were dumb, but there was this one girl in the front of the room that wasn't. And one of the students made a comment to her, like, that was pretty easy. Why aren't you done? And she kind of looked at him and looked at me and said, well, if someone had kept this room a little more quiet, I would be done. Ouch. But I have to admit, in my mind, it wasn't loud. There was some talking going on after the test, and I know you need to be quiet during tests, but nobody was cheating. The tests were far apart. I mean, unless they were doing some code with the words they were choosing, I doubt it. But it wasn't like they were being loud or people who were taking the test were talking to people who weren't ta taking the test. The, de the issue, I think, was that my tolerance of sound in the room was a lot higher than that student's. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Focus. Welcome to your parent-teacher conference. This is your host, Coach Cullen. Thank you for opening your app and listening to this. So let's get to the topic at hand. This speech given by President Biden the other day, where he says, for teachers, they are not someone else's children. They are like yours when you're in the classroom. Now, I'm going to be honest. There are two ways you can look at that statement. One, he's addressing a teacher that is very... Con now, the reason I'm addressing this topic today is I think there's a misconception about students or kids, about they need silence in order for them to focus. And I don't believe that is necessarily true. Not everybody. Not, I, I think a lot of people believe that everybody is like that young lady who put me in my place. But I wasn't like that young lady at all. I actually do better when I have some noise playing behind me. Often when I'm doing lesson plans even, the TV is on. And the noise is on. And I'm glad that I stream because often what happens is I catch something that I want to hear or want to see and I can rewind it back to get it. But more often than not, if it's something I want to pay attention to on the TV, I can't do work. Because the sound just allows me to keep going. And if you ask students, they're students just like me. I know that a lot of teachers play ambient music right in the background of their classroom. I mean, the trick is 
you can't play it too soft where there's what's the point of playing it but if you play it too loud what occurs is the level of talking tries to get over the top of it so it's really better off playing music like that in a class where there's group work or there's classwork I gotta be honest even though I'm the kid who does not like silence during a test I'm actually, I'm actually a teacher that doesn't like silence during a test I hate test days because my classroom is silent. It just unnerves me. It's not natural. You know, I talk to myself right in front of my wife and she often will say, you really do talk just to hear yourself. And I go, no, I talk because it's silent and I need noise. It, it's just part of me and I can't be the, I mean, maybe I am odd. I don't know, but I do need that noise. Hey, you know what? If you're like me, please let me know by leaving a comment on ptcpodcast411 at gmail.com or respond, if you saw this on Twitter, respond there or on Facebook. Because I think there are other people like me. You need the noise. And I'm wondering if it had anything to do with the fact that I was a baseball player. Years ago, a student and I got into a debate in the classroom over which sport is the hardest to play, golf or baseball. So he and I stood in front of the room. I wish somebody had videotaped this. It was actually quite funny. And what we did was go review with the class the different types of swings, the golf swing and the baseball swing. So he would say, you know, you stand with your legs spread apart, shoulder shoulder width apart, you put your driver down. I said, you know, you stand, usually with your legs shoulder width apart, and you get your bat and you put it back at it, probably about a 45 degree angle over your shoulder. And step by step, we talked about the swings of golf compared to baseball. And then we got to this part. He talked about how you have to bring the driver down, make contacted the ball and talked about the follow-through and then I looked at him and said unlike in golf where the ball is stationary and everyone is told to be quiet I had a baseball being thrown at me at 90 miles an hour and people were chattering and screaming both for me to hit it and for me to swing and miss so you tell me which is harder. And I think because there is a possibility that every at bat you could get hit in the head with a baseball, you learn pretty quickly to focus on the ball and to tune everything else out. But there is background noise. Like you don't pick up. I mean, I always say it's like silence. It's not like silence. There, It's white noise. You really don't hear. When you're focusing on the pitcher and he's delivering the ball, you really don't hear what's being said. Case in point, when I was in college, we're playing a home baseball game. It's a small, went to a small college, so the fans could get right up to the backstop. You know, it was almost like a glorified high school field. That night at dinner, after the game, my buddies and I from the team sat down, and some friends of ours who came out to the game that day sat down with us, And this one girl, who's just a very sweet girl, she turned to me and said, you know, you had a great hit, Kev. And I said, well, thank you. She goes, did you hear me 
cheer for you when you were batting. And I'm like, you cheered for me? She goes, yeah. I was saying, come on, Kevin, come on. I was right up against the backstop yelling your name. Now, it's not one of those small backstops. There was a good distance between the backstop and home plate. And she could get loud. So I'm sure that if I was just standing on home plate and there wasn't a baseball game going on and she was cheering for me, I would have heard her. But I kind of made her feel badly when I said, I- I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't hear you at all. And, she, and she, it, for her, and she wasn't an athlete, definitely wasn't a baseball player, I don't think she got that. Where, But I know I was being loud enough for you to hear me. How could you not hear me? And my point was, because I was so focused, I really don't hear anything. My wife encounters the same thing when I read. And it could be reading on my smartphone. It's a, it doesn't matter. She will like shake me and say, I just asked you a question. Or, or better is when I get done reading, I turn to her and ask her something. She goes, I just said that to you. And I have to remind her, hey, when I'm reading, I really do focus in. I mean, I am one of the most disorganized, unfocused people that I know. Definitely ADD issues. But for some reason, when I choose to be focused, I'm focused. So yeah, there's two things going on here, right? One, I hate silence. And two, with noise, it is quite possible for me to be very focused. And like I said, if there's someone like me that I know about, I know there are students like that. I wonder how many students during a test are like me who who like say something, again, not like giving a test answer away or making noise because they can't handle the silence. And I need to be honest, I don't know what the solution is. I mean, I can't just send a kid out in the hallway who wants quiet during a test or wants noise. That, that won't work. During projects, I have done that where... A child wants to separate themselves because they need a little more quiet than the activity and the buzz that's going around on the group project. And that's a kid who obviously needs more silence for focus. I guess I can tell them to put on headphones. That could help. At the same time, we have to consider the kid who is like me who needs the noise. I don't have the solution. I really don't. I want all of my students to do their best And the half background noise or not might be a small factor in that. And maybe that's the issue saying, you know what? It's such a small factor. But again, I have have no studies to prove that it's small or how small it is. I guess the reality is this. No teacher is going to be able to please everyone. There are going to be some times where the classroom is going to be noisy with background noise. And the child who needs silence is going to have to learn to adapt to that. And there are going to be times when the classroom is going to be dead silent. And the child who needs background noise is going to have to adapt to that. In a way, what it really comes down to is that we have to teach 
our students to be tolerant. And like I tell my students, tolerance is not that you demand that other people tolerate you. Tolerance is that you realize that other people aren't going to agree with you. They're not going to be needing silence like you, or they're not going to be needing background noise like you. We just have to accept that other people aren't going to accept everything that we accept. Thank you for joining me on the Parent Teacher Conference podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share this podcast with friends. They can be teachers, they can be parents, they can be someone who's just interested in education and parenting. If you have a comment, a question, or an idea for a future topic, please feel free to reach out to me at ptcpodcast411 at gmail.com. ptcpodcast411 at gmail.com. Remember, a good teacher cares deeply for their students, but good parents love those students, their children, deeply.